What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Sports Kingdom Show. I'm your host, Eric, the Duke of Sports Sklar. I'm joined by my co-host, Shelton's very own Tyler Pacholke. Before we start the show, we appreciate you all so much for listening to us. Be sure to hit that subscribe or follow button wherever you decide to listen to the Sports Kingdom Show so you can stay up to date on the newest episodes of the show. Also, be sure to give us a five-star rating and review the show. That really helps out as well. Don't forget to follow at TSK Show on all social media platforms and follow us as well at the Duke of Sports and at Tyler Pacholke. On this episode of the Sports Kingdom Show, we are back after a week off, and so Tyler will update the TSK Show NFL Power Rankings. We'll also discuss our biggest surprise and letdown from Week 10 and make our picks of the week for Week 11 in the NFL. All this and more on Episode 220 of the TSK Show, coming up right now. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 220. Episode 220. 220. Weighing 220. <laughs> Welcome to episode 220 of the Sports Kingdom Show. I'm your host, Eric, the Duke of Sports Sklar. Joining me as always, Shelton's very own yep. Tyler Pacholke. What's up, TP? How are you, man? It's been a week. Yeah. No, I'm good, man. It's uh, we're get we're getting into the NBA season a little more. The everything's kind of starting to fall into place. Yes. Yes. NBA, the, the NFL is in full fledged season. Yeah. Looking I mean, at playoffs now. Ten weeks in. I can't believe it's already ten weeks in. And, and, we then, got, and then, I mean, and on top of that, it's like, damn, the year's almost over already. I know. We were just talking about how Thanksgiving's already next week. I just got back from vacation. We took a, a week off from the show. Uh, there's, there's been a lot going on, and we've missed a lot, too. Yeah, I can't believe it. I, it feels like 2019 was just yesterday. I still think it's 2020. Yeah. It, too, it, just, it just still feels like 2019 was last year. Yeah. No, I mean, no. 20, 2021 is didn't even happen it's been a blink of an eye all right well we're here thanksgiving time i'm stoked <laughs> about that though hey t- i'll tell you what you remember when we did the thanksgiving oh, bracket yeah. Yeah. one of our first episodes our first like holiday yeah. season yeah no that was a good one yes god Thanksgiving's one of my 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 favorite uh food holidays i mean i think the holiday itself is not 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 a good look at all but the food the food and the dinner and the the tradition of that dinner on point i saw i saw a tweet uh on obviously on twitter uh that uh, someone was already thinking about how they were going to design their uh thanksgiving plate and how they were going to make sure everything fit yeah, onto the that's plate smart. i mean you only have so much real estate on that plate are you a gravy all over the plate yeah, type of 100 okay. percent. Right. yeah you already even, know i didn't have to finish the Come question on you already know <laughs> No, um, for sure, gravy all over the plate. Yeah, I got it. Got okay. to do it. No, because there's definitely and, people and I, out there that just put it on a little you know, like portion of it. I would say my weird eating habit of Thanksgiving is like I don't do like pie, I don't do dessert. I just go all in on the food. I, Interesting. I it's it's a it's similar to the the plate strategy. You're not really you know? a sweets person in general, though. I'm not. No, I'm not. Um, but uh, yeah, on that day, like especially, I'm very. It's very uh a thought out premeditated you know I, like like the guys play my stomach only has so much room and i'm not wasting it on fucking pie <laughs> i respect it i respect yeah. it but all right let's uh let's catch up on some stuff that we missed first fantasy football how did you do this past week um i lost uh i lost a close one in the um in my in my other league uh the mustache gauntlet uh-oh and then uh then the tsk show league i got the dub okay all right so uh, at least one of us got a win in the I tsk show league the this week, week the week before you know because we were off last week but the week before yeah. the tsk show i lost by less than a point oh wow nail biter well wow. so uh yeah no the squad's looking good i got through like my toughest bye week um i had a bye week with like four players on it 
got past that, so now I feel like I'm just kind of strong moving forward. Well, for me, it was a, another unfortunate week. I went 0-3 across the board in all three of my leagues. Uh, I'm currently 3-7 and in the TSK Show League after losing to Eric Walsingham this past week. Uh, I could have won uh, going into Monday Night Football if the Rams had played better, but they uh, completely fucked me. Uh, so it was uh, not a good look for me. But I said in the group chat, uh, I'll accept losing uh, to another Eric if I'm going to lose to anybody in this league. So yeah, the the battle of the Eric's <laughs> going down. I'll, I'll give Eric Walsingham his, his victory this uh, this season, but hopefully I can exact some revenge yeah, uh, so, next season. You know, I've, I've always I, – I enjoy ESPN Fantasy app. Um, I, I think the NFL is a good app too, but I've always just gone with ESPN because I know that there's a couple of things. I don't really like about it, but I just found I uncovered another one that I can't believe I hadn't caught. But uh, our league doesn't have you play everybody once. It, 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 That's possible to do because I, we're doing it in another league that I have. But yeah, there's also just, not as many people in that. It's league. just well, I mean, it's just weird. I mean, we do have 14 teams in a 14 game schedule, but you should be able to play everybody once and then one person twice. But yeah. instead, we play you play 12 of the 14 teams. And then you play two people twice. But is it is that because we're split into the divisions? It must be. Must have. Must have something. Because to do the with the, the league that I play everybody in, we're not split into divisions. We're just in one straight. Yeah. yeah. So that was that was kind of a bummer. I don't like that. It changes the strength of schedule a little <laughs> more, but we'll keep rocking with it. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, realistically, I started out the season zero and five. Then I won three in a row to go to three and five, and now I'm currently on a two game losing streak. So I'm at three and seven. So realistically, my season is done. Yeah, you're just playing for for next year in our league. Yeah, which and, is the thing. And I think realistically, I'm only gonna keep one person uh, on my team. I won't reveal quite yet who it is, but <laughs> I think it's probably pretty obvious if you know yeah, who's on my team. I think you got to keep Stafford too. I just, don't know. Just roll with the Rams, man. It'll just it's not <sighs> like it's gonna it's gonna be detrimental. I don't know. No, I, I got a lot of things Stafford's to do. not a Stafford's only a keeper with you. It wouldn't be. I would never tell anybody else to keep Stafford, but Stafford and Cup, man, they're fucking lethal. Yeah. So I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. But yeah, like Tyler said, I'm I'm playing for next year now. Uh, hopefully, I can maybe get the the number one overall pick in the in the draft next year. Uh, in my other leagues, I'm five and five in in one of them, and then I'm two and eight in in my third league. So I'm I'm. I'm kind of shocked the TSK Show League isn't my worst league at three and seven, so I'm I'm actually doing worse in another league. Yeah, and no, I mean I was doing the I was doing the math, and it's like if any team goes on a three game win streak right here, they'll be in it. You know, uh, aside from like one guy. I mean, if I if I go on a three game win streak and can get to six to six and seven, heading into the home stretch, I mean, who knows what could happen. I feel like there's going to be a 500 team make the playoffs in this league. I think there's definitely going to be a 500 team. So as long as you get and you still mathematically got a shot at seven and seven, so keep just keep going. Yep. But all right, we we got a lot to talk about tonight, and before we do that, I got to let you know that this episode of the Sports Kingdom Show is sponsored by Jay Diamond Estates for all of your real estate needs here in the Los Angeles area. Whether you're buying, selling, or looking to rent, contact Jacob Diamond at eight one eight. 451-8539, or you can check out his website, jdiamondestates.com, DRE number 02068311. I'm just about that action, boss. You play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. That's why we took the damn field. I'm just here, so I won't get fired. Great cash, homie. But they are who we thought they were, and we let them all go. That's as good an effort as I've ever seen in my life from a running back. Don't you ever talk about all right tyler i know i was on vacation uh but at the same time i was really bummed we couldn't do the show last week because of like the way week nine went down and it, it was such a weird week in the nfl and i i really wanted to to hear your power rankings last week uh after such a weird week in the nfl but i had to wait a week but now it's time. Yeah, that that was a weird week. Lots of upsets. 
We had Aaron Rodgers go on COVID. We yeah. he and then he yeah. made his appearance on the Pat McAfee show. We didn't get to talk about. There was a lot that went down that we missed. But I mean, I th- I feel like it was uh, talked about enough, so I-, I felt like we didn't need to go into it. Yeah. All right. So let's. Uh, yeah. So. Um, yeah. Let's see here. Number ten. It's tough. It always is with you. I'm going going gut gut reaction here. Um, I'm going to go with Baltimore Ravens at number ten. Uh, six and three coming off of a loss to Miami on Thursday night where Miami's defense played phenomenal. I mean, absolutely won the game. Exposed a lot about Miami the Ravens, went through I think. a quarterback change in, in, you know, in the middle of the game. That was also very interesting to see. Lamar, Lamar looked frustrated. He, but like in a competitive way. So, I, you know, it's, I think it, that was not necessarily a bad thing. He's, he's, he's a competitor. He did not want to lose that game. And, and Miami's defense just played better. So, uh, I don't think by by any means Miami. This is like who Baltimore is. Um, they cut Le'Veon Bell, so that makes me feel like they got a little more clarity uh, at running back. And so uh, moving forward, I still think Baltimore is a playoff team, a top ten football team, just purely off of Lamar Jackson's ability um, and just the the overall like foundation of that that franchise. Uh, and then number nine, this is a weird one. Welcome back. Uh, New England Patriots. Oh, hello, hello, two, old friend two and big, foe. Two, two big wins in the last two weeks um, since we last talked. Arguably the hottest team in football right now. Yeah. Which is just unbelievable. Four wins all, in a row. I think all those guys that they paid for in the offseason are really coming to fruition. They set, They gave Mac Jones something to kind of, you know, progress with, for, you know, and flourish with and and – not have to you know be so reliant on on mac jones like you know trevor lawrence uh has down in jacksonville he's got a much better situation and and they just blew out uh my cleveland browns <laughs> you know put i mean made baker did, mayfield look silly did the damn thing and again yeah i feel uh you know since cleveland's on the power rankings baker i got your back he's banged up this is tough <laughs> it's tough man i i wish i wish the season has gone better for that that team because they're really talented, but um, yeah, the the injuries and it just hasn't it just hasn't clicked. You know, Baker's been a little banged up. Uh, I think I don't think he's necessarily played bad, but uh, yeah, I I hope they can win some games down the stretch. Five and four, and it feels like they've had a horrible season. Um, and then coming in at number eight, this is the one I feel like the least confident about. I'm just. I'm still just not really a buyer on this team, and and I'm waiting for them to fall off. But I've done this. It's got to be this has got to be like the third season in a row I've done this with this team. That's the Tennessee Titans. Uh oh, eight and two. Um, I just I, for some reason I can I, never. No, Derrick Henry. I just I don't feel like they're a threat. Um, Julio Jones is on IR. You know Ryan Tannehill. The, but there is something to say. Ryan Ryan Tannehill is playing well, but there is something to say. I think about coaching. You know, and just like Vrabel's got those boys playing, man. Any given Sunday, any one of these teams can win. I don't care how many superstars you got. And listen, and and I believe that. So I've got to give the Tennessee Titans um, their prop this week because they have just Vrabel gets these guys up and ready to play. And, I think and people are going to say you're not giving them their props as an eight and two team, and you have them as eight, number eight in your power rankings. No, I know, but just in my mind, I just don't feel as if they're a threat. I mean, coming to the playoff time, is Brian Tannehill really going to lead? I mean, it, it's got to be the defense. Yeah, you know, no, the defense, for the sure. Teams, they, those those intangible plays, I just don't see Ryan Tannehill uh, with that offense marching through the playoffs and, and and making a run. Now, they did it last year, but they had Derrick Henry as, as their closer. Who could so. come back for the playoffs? We don't know yet. That would be... And that would that would definitely be a game changer. But as a, as of right now, the last seven games of the the year, they got to play seven more games without Derrick Henry. Yeah. So, I'm I got him in my top ten, uh, but I, I'm not super stoked about it. I I don't feel like they're <laughs> again. I just don't see them as a threat. Uh, coming in at number seven, I've got the Dallas Cowboys coming off a good win against the Falcons. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys have kind of finally you know been who we thought they were as far as what they look like on paper before the season started and what their record is now. It's, it's been a disappointing kind of up and down ride with the Cowboys. And, um, this year, the, this year they're on. And with that amount of talent, uh, they can beat anybody really. 
Um, and then coming in at number six, I've got the Arizona Cardinals coming off of a loss um, to to Carolina, who it was uh, just a uh, they they I feel like they played Carolina on the worst week possible. He's back. They played Carolina the worst week possible. They get this huge spark from Cam Newton's return, and no no Kyler Murray, so no D Hop uh, either. I didn't want to I didn't want to punish them too much, uh, but I feel like the six range is is actually a realistic. Uh, range for this no i mean listen they're, i think they're still in the hunt for for a home playoff game in the nfc yeah yep absolutely um and then eight and two i mean they got this the they're they're tied for the best record of the league right now so yeah gotta gotta give them their props and now i'm gonna move into the top five i really think that these teams uh are kind of like top five talent playing well just th- these these teams are scary all super bowl contenders i'm going with the buffalo bills first uh with the win over the jets uh, six six and three Buffalo. Um, I kind of always say like Green Bay, it's only going to get easier for these guys moving forward with this cold weather coming in. Um, they're going to be very very tough to play at home. Josh Allen is having a tremendous year. The defense is having a tremendous year. Um, so I look for Buffalo to kind of be in that race for the AFC title. Uh, but you know, coming at number four, I got to put them back back up where they where they belong. That's the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Six and four. You know, Pat, it, it seems like they've they've clicked like the last, you know, the last two weeks. We've been talking about we're waiting for them. This is where it could start. Uh, and they're putting up points. They're getting the stats. They're getting the big plays. Tyreek Hill's going off. Mahomes is doing his thing. The, we always knew this team was talented and this team was a was a da- was a danger to the entire league. We did know that they were struggling. Uh, people seem to have figured them out. Uh, but like great teams do and great coaches like Andy Reid, they've adjusted and and won a couple. Now they're sitting at six and four. They control their they control their destiny in that division. Um, and I, I think that they're they are now again the team to beat in the AFC. Now I'm coming into the uh the NFC powerhouses, I would say. Uh, first, I'm going to start off with Los Angeles coming coming off of a loss on Monday Night Football. Too. I was starting to get worried they weren't going to be in your power rankings almost. Oh, <laughs> God, no. I mean, so since we last recorded, they're coming off a loss. I got them at number three. They're coming off two losses. Uh, and, uh, oh, well, they're coming. But, in the you know, since we've talked lots, they've, they've gained an Odell Beckham and a Vaughn Miller. Yes. So I really do think that they've, you know, they've bought in. They've bought in all in on this year, and I like the additions that they added. I think both guys are going to uh, be able to help their football team. And, you know, Odell definitely came at an opportunistic time with, with Bob Woods going down. I mean, he came the day before, really. Hate, yeah, hate, hate to see Woods go down, but uh, happy for um, Odell and Vaughn Miller. for They're going to get an opportunity to chase the ring. Um, and then we're coming in at n- number two it's hard. Number two is really who I think the best football team in the NFL is. And that's Tampa Bay. Uh, their record doesn't necessarily reflect that six and four. They've had, they've had, you know, they had a horrible week one. They played really well. Now they've had a couple bad weeks in a row, uh, which is why I have them at number two. I don't, you, you know, I, I just, it's Tom Brady and, and, and Bruce Arians. And we know the drill with this roster. Um, everybody returning from a Super Bowl run. People are going to lose some games. I, I still see them winning over ten games. Injury bug has bit them kind of hard this year. So yeah, yeah. I mean, R- Gronk got off to such a fire start that he's got to had to sit some games. Uh, Antonio second, Browns. Antonio Browns been out for a minute. Their secondary was decimated. Se- they had to go out and sign Richard, Richard Sherman, Sherman, who yep. gets hurt in his like the first game he plays. Yep, yep. So I mean, six and four, Tampa Bay. It's like to me, that's like no, no worries. Yeah, relax. You know, as Rogers would say, relax. Six and four, um, still the team to beat in my eyes. But as of right now, uh, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, I think the number one team is the Green Bay Packers. All right. When Rodgers is on the field, it's it's a uh, it's a wrap. AJ Dillon has emerged as a as a very productive player. He's hit that. You know, he's in that. I think he's played. You know, twenty twenty plus games now in his career. So the game's probably slowing down for him a little bit. Uh, he's a talented he's a talented dude and he he relieved Aaron Jones a lot you know gets him a couple you know less reps a l- little bit more fresh Aaron Jones and Angie Dillon are both good in the passing game uh, but really this is just Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers show uh going after a last dance type of season and uh um again like Buffalo 
just man, it's gonna be tough to play in Lambeau. It was already snowing there it's, this it's past gonna, weekend. It's gonna be tough to it's gonna be tough to play in Lambeau. It's already snowing. Um, they've got you know a top uh, one of the top cold weather quarterbacks ever. Um, so yeah, there we go. Green Bay number one. Uh, running from the top to the bottom, Green Bay. They don't go in Tampa Bay, Los Angeles, Kansas City, Buffalo, Arizona, Dallas, Tennessee, New England, Baltimore. All right. Now let's move on to our uh, biggest surprise and biggest letdown from week 10. I'll start with my biggest surprise, and that is the Washington football team upsetting the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 29-19. to Tom Brady had two interceptions in his first six passes, and Taylor Heineke led a 19-play drive to basically seal the win for the Washington football team in the fourth quarter. So, I mean, just an ultimate time-eating drive to, to yeah. go 19 plays uh, to, to essentially win the game. And this comes on the heels of the Washington football team losing Chase Young in the first half to what was later reported as a torn ACL injury. And, I mean, they were able to hold... They were able to hold Tom Brady to his lowest total yardage throwing for for the season this this year with 220 total passing yards and like Tyler mentioned in in the in the power rankings this is the Bucks second straight loss they had a bye week in between those two losses so they lost to the Saints have a bye and then coming off the bye they now lose in an upset fashion to the Washington football team of all teams with Taylor Heineke as their quarterback yep. and losing Chase Young, that was that was I just think a, a big shock. And I mean, the Bucks I think are are lucking out with getting the Giants on Monday Night Football after this loss. Yeah, yeah, that was for sure. I think the big uh, the big like surprise upset of the day. Um, I'm gonna go, but you know, it's just always surprising to see a tie. Uh, yeah, hey, uh, I think I think the the, the Miami Dolphins. Um, and the Patriots had very surprising performances as well. Yeah. Um, but seeing a tie, uh, just seeing that game, how ugly it was down the stretch and how neither team really looked like they wanted to win it. I you mean, know, what's it crazy was... is as long as we've done the show, I think we've had a tie every season. Yeah. Yeah. And we... typically about one. I just, I, it makes no sense to me why there's still ties in professional sports. I don't get it in soccer. I don't get it in the national football league i don't get it period in sports there is supposed to be a winner and a loser it is a competition there should yeah. be no such thing as a tie but there but oh but the wins are are essentially points for placement in the championship tournament right like for, for soccer yes everything's for everything that's why i think soccer is a joke well no i mean that's same same in football you get you get win percentage points yeah i know it doesn't but... affect your it doesn't affect your win percentage the same as a loss uh i uh, i mean i don't like it uh but that i guess that's the reasoning cut the game short it's a regular season um, it's stupid you know it's 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 just weird to see too it's it, like it, it's got to just feel so weird to walk away from something like that. I just I don't understand why football overtime. I've never can't been be... part of a tie, so neither have I. Yeah. I've never and, played in it. Well, I played soccer till I was like seven. But yeah, so I mean, yeah, so maybe some little kid soccer, but nothing competitive. Yeah, no, nothing competitive. And when I played competitive soccer, we we typically shot it out. Oh, all right. Well, you look at you, Mister Big Shot. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying that <laughs> we we didn't end on a tie. There was no like. Oh yeah, okay. You had a shootout, yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought you said shutout. No shootout. Oh, yeah, shootout. Okay. Kick him out. <laughs> All right. Well, what was your biggest letdown? Um, I think it's pretty obvious. Yeah, I mean the 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 Rams just. <laughs> oh, like, I th I didn't think that's where you were going. No, nah, the Seahawks. I mean, it's tough. They're always going to be a uh, a letdown if they lose and getting shutouts. Obviously, even uh, worse. Like the Seahawks and the Rams to me got to be the biggest disappointments of the week yeah i mean they were the rams were for sure yeah, my biggest uh, letdown but but the seahawks it, it was just i didn't feel good about it we didn't get to talk about this game but it was the worst possible game for russ to come back you know i love the seahawk packer matchups they're my favorite matchup and maybe sports uh but coming in coming back off a finger injury in the snow 
It was just And horrible. Aaron Rodgers had just had to sit out a game yeah, and all just, the stuff that he had gone through. It was just a horrible I mean, it was an awful game in general. It was three oh. it was three nothing going in the fourth quarter. Yeah, it was not a good game at all. It was very sloppy. Um so yeah, tough it's been a really tough year for Seahawks fans, obviously. Uh three and six. We've been, we've had a decade of of playoff appearances. That's what we're coming off of. Uh, Russ has never had a losing season. So, Looking like that streak's coming uh, to an end. Yeah, it looks like the the playoff streak is is definitely like in danger. Um, I mean, essentially, it's almost done. And then the the winning the the winning record is still possible, um, a little more possible, but it's still gonna be still gonna be really tough. We're gonna have to go six and three on the back end. Yeah, that's that's gonna be pretty tough. And then, yeah, I mean, obviously for me, the Rams losing to the 49ers on Monday Night Football, 31 to 10, was was my biggest letdown. It's it's actually the Rams' second loss in a row. So the Rams realistically would have been my biggest letdown two weeks in a row because I would have expected them to beat the Titans without Derrick Henry in their first game without Derrick Henry. I'm disappointed in the Chargers for not beating the Vikings. I hate the Vikings. <laughs> I knew you were going to be pissed about that too. Yeah, but I mean. The the Rams and and 49ers, the 49ers just seem to have the Rams number over the last few years. That's the Rams' fifth consecutive loss to the 49ers since uh, 2018, I believe. Um, but Tyler said it. Coaching and game plan, man, any any given Sunday. Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay are like really good friends off the field, but Shanahan just seems to have McVay's number uh, when it comes to these these last few years. You know, he knows how to set his guys up for success. And, and also, it's just like, you really, with these divisional games, rivalry games, it really is just a, you know, it's a toss-up. Yeah, but, I mean, if the you watch that game, Tyler, though, the, the reason the Rams lost that game was was the defense. They just couldn't tackle. They couldn't cover. They, they couldn't do anything. Debo Samuel, Elijah Mitchell, and, and George Kittle, they were incredible. Raheem Morris was getting eviscerated on Twitter by Rams fans, and he, I mean, he had Jalen Ramsey nowhere near Debo Samuel in coverage, and at one point, Ramsey and Raheem Morris like got into it on the sideline, and like they showed it on TV and everything. And it just it was not a, a good performance by the defense. And I think it was expected by Rams fans that the the defense was probably going to take a step back once Brandon Staley got hired away and, and hired as the head coach of the Chargers. Um, but I just I don't think people were expecting this much of a, a step back from being the number one overall defense last year. And it just hasn't been the same. And I know we just added Vaughn Miller, and he made his debut for the Rams in this game for the 49ers. So it was his first first game. He he didn't play the whole game. He he played a uh, limited amount of sta- uh, snaps. Uh, so they're still trying to get him acclimated. But it just I just didn't think it was a a very good performance overall. And I mean the offense didn't really do themselves any favors either. And they're trying to get OBJ acclimated now. And I know people were making a big deal and trying to steal some headlines saying, oh, they had OBJ and now they lost. And, oh, is he a cancer to the locker room already kind of thing? It's just like, stop it. Like, no, he's played one game. He got three targets uh, on 15 plays. He had two catches. Like, Stafford tried to force one to him deep, and that ended up being Stafford's one of Stafford's two interceptions. So, I mean, they're, they're still trying to figure it out. And, I mean, this bye week couldn't have come at a perfect time. And, and I mean, you're seven and three, so it's like exactly. Like again, I kind of said it earlier with Tampa Bay. It's like it's so rare to lose like four games or less. You yeah, know, it's just in the NFL. There's too many good. You play too many good football teams, so uh, this happens every now and then. But the Rams are are in a good spot. There's not a single team with uh, less than two losses in the league right now. Yep. It's been a very, very competitive league in the NFL this year. Yes, it has. No, I mean, and in the the. You know, my top 10 is full of, like, six and fours. Yeah. Which is, you know, I, I wouldn't say typical, but it, it, it feels like it's it's more, you know, more competitive than usual. Yeah, so, I mean, it was, it was definitely a letdown to, to lose to the 49ers the way they did in prime time and then losing to the Titans because, I mean, these are two very crucial NFC games that could hurt the, the Rams' chances of having a home playoff game and yeah, possibly yeah. getting a, a top seed in the NFC if they they could do well after the bye week. But, I mean, it's it's going to be uh, an interesting stretch for, for the Rams headed heading towards the playoffs coming off the bye because they're going to have to look themselves in the mirror and ask them what kind of team they want to be. 
And I, you know, I think ultimately coming off of bye, they're going to be they're going to be up and ready to rock. I hope so. Yeah, they're, I mean, McVay's a good coach. He, they, they've made a run. They've made a run, a Super Bowl run before. Stafford's a veteran. He understands. He only, you know, he has a sense of urgency about him. It feels like the leadership, the leadership is there. The talent's there. It should be all good. Yeah. All right. Let's uh let's get into picks of the week, Tyler. How did you do? Let's go back real quick. Uh, yeah. to the episode before last week. How did you do in week nine? What was your record? Uh, I went five and one. Lucky you. I went three and three. So you're making some headway and, and catching up. Yep. What's your overall record at? 39 and 22. I'm 41 and 20. So you really are catching up. Yeah, I'm bringing it back. No, I mean, I, I bet on the, I had a couple of, like, I think you went with the Packers. Yep. And I went with the Chiefs. There was a, there was a, um, and, and then the Rams. Yep. So I'm just slowly working back up. Yep. Yep. All right. Let's get into it. First, the buys. Obviously, we talked about it just now. The Rams, they are on a buy. And then the Denver Broncos are also on a buy. So those are the only two teams on buy this week. So let's start it off with Thursday Night Football, Tyler. The team that had just re entered the, the TSK show power rankings. A place they've been so comfortable for. Yes. In. It felt weird not having them in there for a while, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the New England Patriots, they're 6-4. and four. They're going to Atlanta to take on the 4-5 and five Falcons. The Patriots, like Tyler mentioned in the TSK Show Power Rankings, they're one of the hottest teams in the NFL, winners of four in a row, coming off a dominant 45-7 to seven win over the Browns where Bill Belichick and Mac Jones put on an absolute master class. The Falcons, they're coming off a blowout loss to the Cowboys, 43-3. to I got the Patriots winning this game. Obviously, people are going to mention the 28-3 to in the Super Bowl, even though the majority of the guys from both of those teams are probably not even in this game. But regardless... Matt, Matt Ryan's there. Yeah, Matt Ryan and Bill Belichick are still there. Uh, but regardless of that little factoid, I think the Patriots are rolling right now, and everyone who had a pick before the Pats... Uh, I think they should be asking themselves, why did they let Mac Jones fall to Bill Belichick? Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Uh, not completely sold on that one quite yet. I, <laughs> I, I do think Mac Jones has played well, but and he's in. He's in a good scenario. We'll see if he's great or if he's good. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Patriots on this one. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think it's a. a Atlanta just doesn't have too much going on right now. Ridley's Rid, Ridley's not with the team. Uh, you know. Cordell Patterson is their their biggest offensive. I was gonna say he's their number one, right? Kyle Pitts is a uh, you know he's a rookie still, so uh, they've got a bunch of guys that haven't played a lot on the outside. So yeah, I like New England's chances to be able to just beat this team straight up. Yeah. All right. Next, we got the Indianapolis Colts at five and five. They're going to Buffalo to take on the Bills, who are six and three. The Colts they're coming off a twenty-three to seventeen win over the Jaguars where Jonathan Taylor was absolutely dominant in the run game, and he's really emerging as one of the the great young running backs in the league. The Bills, they're coming off a win uh, over the Jets, 45-17. to 17. So I think pretty much both teams are coming off wins against teams they were supposed to beat. So realistically, they're they're coming into this matchup where, where they're supposed to be they've right got, now. They've got some confidence. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, listen, the Colts, they're honestly also one of the hottest teams in the league right now. They're really starting to right the ship exactly. after a rocky start uh, to the season with Carson Wentz. And then the Bills, one of the top teams in the AFC. Um, I mean, I think the, the Bills are going to win this game. They've won now two in a row after that. Well, they've won one game after that crazy loss to the Jaguars 9 to 6 in that crazy week week 9 game. Yep. During that crazy week of of football that we were talking about earlier. Um uh, but I got I got the Bills winning this game at home. I think they're the better team uh at this point right now. Yeah, I I'm going with the Bills as well. I I do like the the Colts. Michael Pippen Jr's uh emerges as a as a legit threat on the outside. Definitely. Um you you talk you spoke about Jonathan Taylor and come you know the offensive lines comes with that as well. So uh, the Colts do have a good football team. It's just this is a tough matchup going to go to Buffalo at this time of year, and Buffalo is playing well. So I like Buffalo to take care of it at home. Yep. All right. The next matchup we got is the Green Bay Packers at eight and two. They're going to Minnesota to take on the Vikings at four and five. 
The Packers are coming off the 17 to nothing win over the Seahawks in Aaron Rodgers' first game back from COVID-19. It was, like Tyler mentioned, 3 to nothing heading into the fourth quarter, so that was just a weird game overall. But the, the Packers, they were at home in the snow at Lambeau Field, and they were able to get the job done and, and shut out the Seahawks. The Vikings, they're coming off a win over the Chargers here in Los Angeles. Kirk Cousins threw for almost 300 yards, 143 of which went to Justin Jefferson, who is having another unbelievable year just following up that that crazy rookie campaign that he had last year. And then Dalvin Cook also ran for a touchdown and and almost 100 yards as well. Um, I just ultimately think the Packers are going to win this game. I think they're obviously the better team than the Vikings. Um, And these NFC North matchups, and it's just – They've always gone the Packers' way, I feel like, the last 10, 15 years. No, I mean, Green Bay's been that, – that's been a tough competitive division, and Green Bay's kind of just been on top most of the, most of the time. I do like uh, – I do like Green Bay to win this game. Uh, <laughs> it's good It's good conditions for uh, Green Bay to come in there indoors. Uh, don't have to get a week off from dealing with the elements. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota does I, – I think the Minnesota's best thing they got going for them is their passing game. Uh, Dalvin Cook is a stud, but you know the, that Justin Jefferson has really been their game changer, uh, and really kind of the guy you got to focus on when you play them. And they still got Adam Thielen doing the thing, doing the damn thing too, which helps Justin Jefferson. I mean, no doubt. I I don't know if Justin Jefferson has the same production if he's not on the opposite side of Adam Thielen. Right, exactly. Um, and uh, I think the difference with this Minnesota team as in uh, from the last three four years is their defense was kind of taking a step backwards and they're not really that elite athletic defense they once once used to be um so i'm going with green bay to continue rolling yep all right have we been have we been on the same page on all these yep. these matchups so far Yep. all right we're three for three this is gonna be a tough tough one to get any uh, i think i think we might be going separate ways here on this one all right what do you got the next matchup we got is the dallas cowboys at seven and two they're going to kansas city who is a six and four, the Cowboys, they're coming off a dominant win over the Falcons. Like I mentioned earlier, 43 to three. And then the chiefs are coming off a big time win over division rival, the Las Vegas Raiders 40 to 14 on Sunday night football, where the chiefs and Patrick Mahomes look like the old chiefs where uh, they've been to two straight super bowls. And I mean, I don't think we've seen the chiefs look like that all season. Really Mahomes threw for five touchdowns, 406 yards. Um, I got the Chiefs continuing on and and looking like they're they're gonna right the ship and I got them winning against the Cowboys here at home. But I think everyone is gonna be picking the Cowboys to win this game because everyone's gonna be saying they don't know which Kansas City Chiefs team is gonna show up. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, think, I think it's gonna be five touchdowns for Mahomes. No, oh, okay. I Kansas thought you were about City. to say. I thought you were about to say. I think it's going to be five touchdowns for Dak Prescott no, type of game. No, no, no. I'm going with the Chiefs as well. Okay, I was wrong. I thought you were going to yeah. go with the Cowboys no, in this game. No, I, I, uh, Dallas is nice right now, and they're winning. Um, but Kansas City, I think, is figured is kind of figuring it out. Yeah, and it's just like at any point in time, they could just win out. You know. And listen, I Tampa mean, Bay was in a similar spot in their their record last year when they went on a run. You know, and won like the last seven games of the year. So, Kansas City's kind of primed for something like that. Yeah, and I mean, listen, with the defense having the performance it had against the Raiders, I know it's the Raiders, and the Raiders have been through so much as a team. But the Raiders have been good this year. Another team that just gets up and plays hard. Exactly. They've also been a team who's gone through a lot, but they've been able to fight through adversity and have a pretty respectable record through it all. But, I mean, the defense had probably their best performance of the season against the Raiders. Uh, on Sunday Night Football, I think. Yeah, and they, they, you know, it's like they don't need a ton from that defense. They just need, you know, solid defensive, uh, solid defensive football. Uh, for the most part, That, that this Kansas City team is going to be able to score 25-plus points. Yeah. So, all right, I, I got faith in Mahomes and the Chiefs to win their fourth game in a row. Yeah, yeah, I'm rolling with, I'm rolling with Kansas City. All right. So Sunday night football. Did you think I was going to flip on you right there? I don't know. You just kind of left me hanging for a second. I no, wasn't no, sure. No, no, I'm rolling. I'm staying with Kansas City. <laughs> All right, Sunday night football. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers at five and three coming here to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers at five and four. 
The Steelers, they're coming off the tie to the Lions, like we mentioned earlier, in a game that they did not have Big Ben Roethlisberger because he was on the COVID-19 list because he self-reported that uh, he was feeling symptomatic for COVID-19 and he ended up testing positive. Mason Rudolph filled in and, well, he didn't lose him the game, but he didn't also win them the game. So, I don't, Which is very hard to do. Hey, take that for what you will then, I guess. Nah, he sucks. <laughs> but uh, Mason Rudolph might start again because uh, Big Ben still might be out with COVID. Minka Fitzpatrick is also on the COVID list for the Steelers. And then on the Chargers side, Joey Bosa and defensive tackle Jerry Tillery are also on the COVID list. Uh, and the Chargers, they're coming off the disappointing loss to the Vikings at home. So there's a lot up in the air for this Sunday night football matchup. We don't know who's going to be in, who's going to be out. Um, but I think with that being said, this game is going to ultimately come down to coaching, and I think the Steelers are going to be able to figure out a way to get a win on the road against uh, a first-year head good, coach. That's a good take. I mean, it, it definitely could come down to coaching, and, and you know, Pittsburgh's definitely got it there, but – I'm going with Herbert. Not hey, not a bad call. I'm going. I'm going with Justin Herbert at home. I think this Chargers team is better than their record reflects, and you know I I've had them as a top ten team multiple times this year. So uh, I think this is the type of win get get them back going. See what do, what do we always talk about with football teams, Tyler? What do they need? Is a quarterback and a coach? Yep. And I said, I think this game is going to come down to coaching. You basically think this game is going to come down to quarterbacking. Uh, and, and that's what it is. I mean, that's true. And more than likely, one of us will be right. Or, yeah. bo or both of us. Well, I don't know if both, both of us will be right, because I'm going with the Steelers and you're going no, with the Chargers. No, I'm going with the Chargers, but we'll see if it's coaching or the quarterback. Yeah. Now, but but real quick, I think why another reason why I think the Steelers are going to win is similar to, to what people have been saying about the Chiefs, and we don't really know what Chiefs are going to show up each week. These Chargers started off the season really hot, and people had a lot of expectations being set for them based off of how they were playing. And then now they've been on this, I believe, three-game losing streak or two-game losing streak. They, they've lost a few here recently, and I just I'm not sure if these Chargers are really – over the hill on who we who they've been in the past because last year I think the same thing happened where they were in scenarios where they could have won a lot of games but they ended up losing and we're just like oh same old Chargers yeah. and this year it's like oh they were in a position to win some of these games and they've lost them and it's like are these the same old Chargers again no absolutely and it's tough to it's tough to know what what Pittsburgh team is going to show up as well very uh, so. very true uh, Pittsburgh. This this will be an intriguing game. It's it's for one hundred percent a game. I can see either team winning, uh, but I, I'm gonna go with Justin Herbert in the prime time. All right, I'm sticking with Pittsburgh. Now Monday night we got the New York Giants at three and six. They're going down to South Florida to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at six and three. The Giants they're coming off the bye week, and Saquon Barkley could be making his return this week. We still don't know. It's it's up in the air. Uh, the Buccaneers, they're coming off the upset loss to the Washington football team like we talked about earlier. Um, I said it uh, when I when I said that the, the Bucs were my biggest surprise losing to the Washington football team. I think they're in the perfect spot to get back on track after losing two in a row with Brady going up against his old nemesis, the Giants, who beat him twice in the Super Bowl. And also Brady is part of that Manning cast curse where he shows up on, on the Manning cast and loses the next week and... So I think he could exact some revenge on Eli Manning as well and beat his old team here on Monday Night Football. Yeah, who broke the curse? Someone finally broke the curse. No, it hasn't been broken yet. No, they, someone... they didn't have a, or they it might have been broken uh, this past weekend. I don't I don't know. I was, I was uh, yeah, at an airport. I for, yeah, I forget who was on that because I thought I saw something like some sort of IG post like someone finally broke the curse, but. Uh, regardless, I think this is an easy one. Saquon, no Saquon. It's going to be Tampa Bay. Yeah. Superior team, Monday Night Football, Tom Brady. It's it's going to be... Coming probably, off two losses. Probably going to be a bad game, honestly. It's probably going to be a blowout. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the network's going to wish they were, were able to flip the channel to another game like they can on Sundays sometimes when, when it gets to be a yeah, blowout. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I got the Buccaneers winning. I just, they're, they're obviously the, the, the better team here. All right, last game of the week, Tyler. Hometown, 
Yeah. Arizona Cardinals, eight and two, going up to Seattle to take on the three and six Seahawks. The Cardinals coming off the loss to the Panthers in their first game with Cam Newton back on the team. He didn't start, but he did score a touchdown for him. And first two plays. And I heard that uh, he's taking all the number one reps this week in practice. So he, he's going to be starting this week, probably. Yeah. I mean, PJ Walker is cool and all, but. Uh, Cam you gotta, Newton. You got to start Cam. Yeah. Now, uh, the Cardinals. Should have never left. Yeah. The the Cardinals, they're, they're coming off the loss to the to the Panthers. They were without Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. So, obviously, that played a major factor in why they lost, I think. Um, the Seahawks, they're coming off the shutout loss to the Packers in Russell Wilson's first game back from finger surgery. Kyler c- could still be out this week, but yeah. um, he's listed as questionable right now, so we don't know what could happen with that. I got the Hawks winning this game, Tyler, if, especially if Kyler Murray yeah, doesn't play. Yeah, I uh, I mean, I'm obviously picking the Seahawks, but <laughs> I think that there is some uh, uh, there is some reasoning behind it. Kyler, Kyler's banged up. He's got an ankle injury, so this is something that's like, you know, they're they're if if they're taking it slow, that means his ankle is not feeling good. Uh, yeah, and their backup's Colt you know? McCoy. So uh, no no Kyler, probably no D Hop, uh, no uh, Chase Edmonds. So their offensive weapons got cut down quite a bit. Uh, and Seattle's, like I said, coming off, or like you said, coming off the first shutout, you know they're going to put up some points. You know Russell Wilson's going to get this team ready to go. You'd hope so. Another another week for him to kind of get used to throwing with his finger and everything. So uh, I do like the Seahawks to win this game against Arizona. All right. Mainly because Arizona's banged up. Yeah. No, I mean, Arizona's really banged up. They were without yeah. A.J. Green last week, without – uh deandre hopkins if kyler plays it, it it could change things but even if kyler plays um i still like the seahawks chances at home against a division rival coming off of an embarrassing loss it just seems like russ and pete will get this team right bobby you get this team ready to go yep well all right i'm ready for a, a completely stress-free week of football yep with the rams on by uh you got anything else before we get out of here nope no all right I'm gonna shout out. I'm gonna shout out Kellen Moore real quick one time. Do it. Not that not that it's anything in particular going on uh, this week, but uh, Kellen Moore, offense coordinator over at the Dallas Cowboys, it's still just unbelievable. He's from he's from Washington State, which is where I'm from. Uh, he's he's the same graduating class as I was. He was he was a court, high school quarterback, uh, and and I was you know I followed his entire career in high school. And it's wild to me to think that a kid from Prosser, Washington, is talking to Dak <laughs> in that in the headset. You know, calling plays for the Dallas Cowboys. I was about to say, not just not just not just team. talking to Dak. He's he's calling plays for America's team. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's it would be it would be similar you know, like the Lakers or the Yankees. Literally, you know? it's it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty unbelievable. So it's like, man, shout out this kid. He went to a small school. He was undersized. He had all he had all the reasons not to make it. And then still did the damn thing. Yep. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to shout out Darren Williams and Frank Gore for having their face off for their boxing match yesterday. They're going to be fighting on the undercard of Jake Paul's next fight uh, when he takes on uh, Tyson Fury's little brother. I don't know. I don't Tommy. Know, Tommy. Okay. Thank you. I knew Tyler would know his name. Yep. yep. <laughs> Tommy Fury. So, uh, yeah, Darren Williams. He's a, be a good one. He's a two-time Olympic gold medalist and a, a two-time high school wrestling champ uh obviously nba player former nba player for the utah jazz and the did he play for brooklyn were, yeah. were they in new jersey at the yeah. time he yeah. might have played in new jersey for, for a year he was part of the brooklyn team okay yeah no he was part of the brooklyn team with uh, kg and paul yeah. pierce and all them but yeah i wasn't sure if he he played with the nets when before they moved from I jersey he, I, though. I couldn't remember did. i think he did too yeah um and then obviously frank gore um he's a maniac NFL football player. Uh, he played in the NFL till he was 40, and he's been training in boxing from uh, a lot of uh, personal accounts that I've heard from former teammates and players that know Frank Gore. Apparently, he's been training in boxing for like 10 plus years, so he's yeah. just he's very familiar with boxing. Uh, so, I mean, I'm very intrigued by this fight. Both these guys have been in the gym. Um, in my in my mind, Darren Williams gets the clear the clear physical advantage he's also got the reach and i think that's an underrated aspect 
of no, this fight. No, it's here. everything. He's six in, He's seven, eight, nine inches taller than. Da- I mean, well, do you think Darren was six four? I think he's six three. And Frank six Gord- three is like and Frank Gore's got to be five nine. Yeah, he's five nine. So that's a huge difference uh, in boxing. Although you know, but I, I Frank mean, Gore is a tank. It's Frank fucking Gore, yeah, dude. Yeah, nah, he's a tank. But Darren Williams has got the Darren Williams has got a clear advantage with his size. Um, Frank Gore would have to tough this one out. Yeah, I think uh, he he would have to like Frank Gore. I feel like is gonna you know he's really gonna have to grind it out. He's gonna have to be tougher, take punches because he's gonna have to step inside. I don't know how many rounds this fight is. Yeah, I don't either, um, but I know both these guys have been in the gym. You know, Darren Williams was a wrestler in high school, but he's been boxing. He's been, and, and I think he's actually more of an MMA guy in general. Yeah. Um, which is, is and, and and so the I bet the boxing experience is probably leaning towards Frank Gore, although hours in the gym fighting in general is probably pretty, like, probably similar or Darren Williams. Yeah, I mean... I hate to go against the NBA, but I, I'm going to go with Frank Gore in this fight. No, I'm going D-Will in this one. Oh, and then also, uh, one more quick thing. I forgot. Hard Knocks midseason return tonight. Uh, so I know what I'm going to be watching later. It's it's going to be with the Colts. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, I just, that's such a weird thing to do. Who I don't know. It would be such a distraction. Yeah, I mean, we've never seen it during the season before, so I'm interested to see what's different about it. I mean, it probably nothing it much. It seems but weird that an NFL team would want to have a film crew around during the season. You know? Maybe that's why they got off to such a shaky start. Yeah. But we'll have Seahawks game footage in that one, so that'll be cool. And Rams, I think. Yeah, and maybe 49ers footage, too. Yeah. Yeah, they've, they've played all three already. Yeah, because we, yep. They're playing the whole division. Yep. But, all right, we're about to record an NBA episode after this, so make sure you check out episode 221 right after you're done with this. But with that, that wraps up episode 220 of the TSK Show. For Tyler Pacholke, I'm Eric, the Duke of Sports Scholar. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you decide to listen to the Sports Kingdom Show so you can stay up to date on the newest episodes of the show. Don't forget to follow at TSK Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow us at the Duke of Sports and at Tyler Pacholke. We appreciate you all so much for listening to us. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Sports Kingdom Show. Peace.